Hi there, this is Louise. Welcome to episode 19 of Soul Purpose. I am realizing nowadays that I'm not a very secretive person, but at the same time, I really don't talk about myself that much or really use social media to be very, you know, transparent anymore because I feel like I'm just scared of oversharing and I just feel like any simple post is just like, dang, that's that's too much information for everybody. Like they don't need to know that about me. Like I don't think a lot of people know that I have another cat now. I have Ace and he just recently turned three on April 2nd and he's a little Aries baby. But now I also have another cat who is two months, barely three months old, and he's a little tabby cat. His name is Jesse, after Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad, because that is my favorite character arc at the moment. And when I got Jesse, me and Jordan were basically like in the prime of watching and finishing Breaking Bad and watching the movie El Camino along with it and it was so lit like Jesse Pinkman's character is like like what a well-written character he's so diverse anyways um hope you all have been well I have had a little break yeah but you know back on it uh just been kind of tired but that's that's just life and being an adult and having All these responsibilities is just being tired. So sometimes I just got to recharge until I feel like I can start doing more things tired, you know, but um, it is pretty late at night. Um, Well, it's morning now. It's 1243 midnight. But uh, the reason I'm kind of wired is because I uh, went to go get some boba with my coworker today after work because it's Thursday today. And I got a matcha with no boba. And, you know, recently I have to be in a very specific mood to be getting boba nowadays. Usually if I'm getting boba in my drink, it's only because it's like a matcha matcha slushy or smoothie. And then it's either like um like a brown sugar milk tea with boba. Kill me. It's a basic, but it's like fucking good as fuck. And then also bonus points for like the, the other boba places that we'll put like the flan in it like tiger sugar or tiger yeah I think it's tiger sugar something like that they put like flan or have creme brulee milk or whatever the fuck that's called and also the alley is a good place that's in Pasadena but it closed and I have no idea where the fuck the other locations are anyways anyways aside from the point so I um got boba with my with my coworker Helen and I got the matcha and sometimes I don't realize that matcha is caffeinated because I feel like as opposed to coffee, coffee kind of does irritate my stomach a little bit. I feel like like it's not my favorite flavor, but I will still drink it, especially when I'm tired. Like I can feel that like buzz and stuff like that. But with matcha, I feel like it's such a modest buzz that I don't notice it. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm like, wow, I have so much stamina to just like stay awake, even though I'm like around like 10, 30 to 11, like 
when I start looking at screens, I start getting like really mad. I'm just like, why the fuck am I looking at a screen right now? I'm tired. Like, I'll just turn off the screen and go to sleep and enjoy a nice, like longer amount of sleep. But it's like almost 1 a.m. and I'm 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 tired, but I'm not like sleepy tired yet. Oh, my gosh. You know, life is just crazy nowadays, Um, even though it's not that crazy. But I'm reading a lot right now. And I think that's also why I didn't record um, a podcast for the last week or two weeks. I kind of forget how long this little break was, but I've been reading a lot. Like I read six books so far this year and not to flex, not to flex, but the Kindle has been like one of the best purchases ever for me because even though like preference wise, preference wise and taste wise, like I do like to have the book and accumulate a physical library. But right now I feel like because I'm pretty busy, I need something that's more for convenience rather than aesthetic preference. But to be honest, like the Kindle, like I got the nice that I got the nice little six inch Kindle, you know, above average size, some would say. And I put a clear case on it, put some stickers and I put a pop socket on it. And then I just be bringing this motherfucker everywhere I go. Like one day at work, I don't know if I think it was last week. I literally forgot my phone, like where I placed it and I left and I just didn't have my phone the whole day at work. But what's funny is that I could already realize that I didn't have my phone on the way to work because obviously my music wasn't playing because of the Bluetooth. And even though I was only like two houses down from my, um, I was two houses down from where I live. I was like, okay, do I have my Kindle? Yeah, okay, fuck the phone. I'll just leave the phone at home because I don't text anybody anyways. <laughs> and it was so funny because everybody at work was like, oh my God, you forgot your phone, what? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, do you have your Kindle though? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it really has, I really have made it as an accessory to myself as Jordan would say. But um. I'm reading Mars, uh, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. And basically it's just a book kind of really bluntly talking about the differences of how women communicate versus how men communicate. And even though it kind of states stuff that's really like obvious and not really a profound thought, but more of just like an aware thought or an intuitive thought, I feel myself like, wanting like to take notes and to really like take in the information because I feel like it's really been beneficial for me to not only like communicate and have a better relationship with Jordan but also like with myself and it just makes me really kind of expand my perspective to see like wow I feel like I'm kind of putting words and organizing all the mental trash that's been accumulating because I just don't have the proper tools anymore to kind of debride what's going on in my head. But now that I'm reading this book and I'm very motivated to read the book, I find myself like really enjoying like learning these new um, principles that help me kind of um, rationalize like kind of my thinking like 
and and the stuff that this book is saying it's it's nothing crazy like it literally makes sense like I don't know how else to explain it but I'm just like it's so obvious but because it hasn't been written down in such an obvious way it seems like a profound um a profound concept the idea of a happy healthy emotionally stable and intelligent relationship like one of the lines that really like um kind of stuck out to me was it using uh allergies analogies to compare the differences between men and women so in the book it talks about men being rubber bands so the reason that it compared men to rubber bands is because with a rubber band um what it needs to have a spring in it is a little bit of tension and so imagine you're pulling back on the rubber band and it feels really tight so in the case of a guy a guy will be very uh emotionally receptive and have a lot of kind of charisma and be really loving and attentive and present and then all of a sudden for some reason he pulls back and away needing alone time or whatever he needs whatever his hobby is Um, he pulls back even though he was just kind of giving lots of attention and devotion one second and then he pulls back And the reason he pulls back is because he needs time to recharge and practice autonomy and um, independence, which are really important for men to have for, you know, their self-esteem. And um, after a little bit of time, the rubber band can only stretch so much and then they spring right back to you after they've had their debrief time in their little caves Um, by themselves you know organizing their thoughts and all this stuff then they come back as if they didn't just kind of go away all of a sudden and um, basically it's kind of saying how when guys are acting really loving one second and then the next second it seems that they pull away and that you know they aren't really present with you anymore and They pull back on attention and, you know, retreat to their own space alone. It's not because they don't love their partner anymore, but because they just literally need time to recharge and be their own person because that's really important to them. And realizing that fact, it's nothing crazy profound, but the fact that it was like defined in a way that like I can understand why you know, a guy is behaving the way he's behaving, like the reasoning behind it, I feel like it could be like, okay, like I wouldn't think about it that way. But, you know, thinking that they're doing this behavior because of X, Y, Z, like, I guess I could, I could understand why they're doing it instead of judging them, you know? And so I feel like that's really been kind of helping me navigate, like when I'm not really feeling well, or when I feel like I need to communicate with Jordan and all that stuff. And even like with myself, I feel like it's been a really tough time in adulthood to navigate emotional turmoil and feel like, you know, even though like I emotionally feel like I can't take care of myself, 
I have to physically take care of patients, take care of my cats, take care of me, take care of the house, yada, yada, yada. And um, it's got its ups and downs, but honestly, like I'm not really miserable right now. Another, okay, so, right. Men are like rubber bands, right? And that means that men will briefly men will be very close tend to pull away and then to a certain extent if they are properly left alone to be in their own space and pull away properly then they come springing back with even more love than before with women women are described as waves so there is the uproar of the wave the wave is coming up and so the the woman is very confident, very social, very caring with unconditional love. And then they hit a peak, you know, they hit that peak and they're feeling um, very, very elevated, very confident, like very um, usually, you know, ovulating around the stage. And then it starts with the downturn and a decline and at this point, a woman is very emotionally reactive and gets overwhelmed easily. And then once the wave crashes, that wave turns into a well under the surface, you know, with the current and all that stuff. And so it basically says that for a woman to properly be able to communicate and feel loved and healthy, they need to go through the cycles of their up they're down and the bottom, which is the well. And a woman can't properly move on if they decide to ignore to... Basically, if you go up, you got to come down. Like, that's basically what the woman's cycle is all about. It's fucking fucked up, but it kind of makes sense, you know, because when women repress their emotions or they feel like they're not understood or they don't feel validated or um, they don't feel respected or cherished or devoted, they start to suppress emotions because the painful rejection is like too much to bear especially with you know how much you think you sacrifice and so girls gotta if you go girl if you go up you're gonna come down and you can't fight going down and it'll just like be a mess so you just gotta let it happen naturally so it's not a mess that's basically what the book was saying but these principles, like that's only like one of the principles that I kind of learned and I hope I didn't butcher it too much, but it definitely was something that kind of makes me think about how I interact with Jordan and how I interact with patients and my coworkers, especially like, you know, hearing patients like talk about their distress. It really is like something to actively listen and not try to solve their issues but to just acknowledge that they do have issues and they're valid for feeling some type of way about those issues and I think it helped out one of the patients we had today and you know learning is a fun process and even though I feel not really obligated to go back to school it does feel nice to kind of gain some insight and different perspective um in ways that I wouldn't have even thought of in my whole last lifetime or maybe at least a couple years and enjoy it.
So I've been enjoying my little homeschool book club. Um, shout out to the Kindle. This shit was $99. And then I was able to link it because I have a library card to Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. And I don't know why I fucking spelled that like a fucking ad read. This is not fucking sponsored. But basically, if you have a library card, a public library card, you're able to download the app and then kind of um, borrow books from this online public library database. And then if you have a Kindle, there are some books that are compatible and you can just download that shit to your Kindle. And it's like fucking free reading. Like it's so fun. And then you can just have it in your bag. And then you literally like have like thousands of books. But, you know, I'm going to stop talking about my Kindle right now because everybody knows what a Kindle is. And I think, I mean, this is probably going to be a short one because I never said, I never said that I would commit to a day of uploading. I never said a time. I never said the amount of how long the podcasts are or even what they're about. Because honestly, I've been thinking about, I feel like I've talked my little heart out about a lot of random stuff. And the the culmination of what podcasts I have out here so far, like, I feel like they don't really have um, the sustenance. They're kind of just like, you know, we, I called you and then I'm kind of just like talking to you like while you're like folding laundry or like driving or something like that. Um, Please don't crash. Anyways, I feel like in the future when I do my podcast and stuff, I kind of want to read like I'm enjoying starting to read out loud for myself because I feel like it really helps with just helping me understand the material a bit more and it's also kind of nice to like hear my voice and practice speaking and reading at the same time because you know I can I can really sound like the kind of kid who's shocked to be called on and wasn't paying attention during popcorn reading so I really like to practice my speech in the way of reading out loud. So maybe one of these days I will record me reading and have just like record my commentary that I have with the book. Cause sometimes when I do be reading, I do have something to say. So that's all I got to say. So let me take a little look, see here. Um, as far as my media, I, started Fleabag which is an Amazon Prime TV show and basically the name of the show is Fleabag because the character the main character we never learn her name she's only addressed as Fleabag and in the first season you kind of find out why she's in such a a self-sabotage kind of manic episode panic throughout the throughout the first season and you see the reasoning and the plot test and I'm on season two already and it's been really entertaining there's definitely like a lot of like sex scenes and stuff which is like not good to watch if you have people over who are don't know what's going on but (laughs) that is my tv show also I finished White Lotus season two 
the because I wanted to watch the season with Aubrey Plaza and it was lit like Italy the Italy aesthetic oh god it looks so luxurious and summer and like Mamma Mia as well kind of like a European 2000s rom-com girl movie it's just like I think that's what Europe reminds me of but other than that another visual media I got is called on YouTube Western Spaghetti by Pez P-E-S it's a stop-motion animation that I've watched a lot ever since the dawn of YouTube when I first got on in like fourth grade. I think this came out when I was in middle school, but I don't know. I just watch it a lot. It's really comforting to me and I appreciate the stop motion. As far as songs, one of them is More Than Words by Extreme. I also like Baby Come Back by Player. I don't know if I said that song already, but that is definitely one of them. Another one is Jesus Freak Lighter by Blood Orange. And also, In a Good Way by Faye Webster. This song is popular on TikTok and I heard it a good amount of times. But I never listened to the whole song. And when the whole song came on on one of like my recommended playlists, I was like, dude, this song is lit. Like she has, her voice is very like sultry and it makes it feel like very dreamy and whimsical and she the the song basically sounds like she's in love it's so so cute but other than that i think i'm done for the night it's 103 a.m. that sounds like i was kind of plagiarizing um the weekend's dawn fm but it's 103 in the morning and I'm pretty tired and I'm cold and I'm in my pajamas. Um, but thank you so much for listening to me. I was finally able to kind of claim my podcast under my personal um, my personal Spotify. So I'm like finally able to see like the amount of followers, listeners, streams. And it's cool. Like it was more than I thought. And so actually like, thank you for listening. Um, I feel like up until this point, I kind of just kind of, I guessed about the kind of people who are listening right now. Cause I feel like I could count it on half of my hand, how many people are listening, but thank you for sticking by and enjoying whatever this is. Cause it's just for fun and I'm glad I could be on this call with you. I really appreciate that. So thank you for lending me an ear and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.